Hello there my friend and welcome to the Ayurveda and Psychology podcast. I am Charlotte Skogsberg, your host for this podcast. I am enchanted to meet and to take you with me on this journey into the human psyche viewed from the holistic approach of yoga and Ayurveda viewed from the modern man approach of clinical psychology and psychoanalysis. So have something nice to drink next to you, maybe a cup of tea, have a seat or go out for a nice walk in nature maybe. Enjoy. In this episode that focuses on Ayurveda, I wanted to continue the talk I had last time about Ayurveda, which was on inflammation, and more specifically the chronic inflammation, basically how the body uses inflammation as a really effective way to fight intruders, and that the chronic version of this is obviously when that continues to happen, that it systemizes and stays in the body. And so, as promised last time, where I said I will not speak about this in the very habitual way that you all find everywhere of the five items to, you know, eat in order to reduce your inflammation. Also today, I wish to speak from a different perspective than what you usually see when I speak about what heats us up, okay? So what is it that, first of all, increases the heat in the body, which is what inflammation is really? And once again, I want to kind of come from a little bit of a different viewpoint. So let's look at things from the Vedic perspective, from from the system of yoga based on Samkhya philosophy. We have five senses and five sense organs. Our body is made to transform the information we take in through these sense organs with our senses to use it and then eliminate what is waste. The energy that enters our body during the day will be processed during the night As we know by now, mainly between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And the waste of it will be eliminated when we wake up in the morning. And what is not eliminated will stay, naturally. And what stays will be accumulated. And the reason it would accumulate is if our body for some reason cannot eliminate it. And so a very typical example of this, which happens in the course of many people's life, is of course constipation, when we cannot eliminate our feces. When there is something off in our capacity to excrete feces, it stays in the body, and the longer it does so, the more it will begin to affect the rest of the body and the organs. We can imagine it a little bit like taking out the trash and putting them in the backyard. If we keep them there without emptying the bin, well, bacteria will begin to fester and then start to affect the backyard 
with the foul smell that spreads. Another easy example of this is emotional waste or emotional heat. When someone makes us angry, but you don't let them know or you don't let that anger go, shall I say, you will feel the extra energy in the body through, well, simply an unsteady mind. Rumination and obsessive thinking are accumulations of this type of energy. We need energy to function. And most of the time we will seek energy through sleep and food intake. We usually think of them as our sources of energy, but this is also then where we actually get it wrong. Have you noticed that if you feel tired, if you feel slow, you might even have like a slight headache. If you then decide to stop whatever you're doing and go for a walk in nature, it tends to lighten up your mood. The symptoms you've experienced is the body's way of signaling that your batteries are low and you need to fill up on energy and that walk in nature does that. In the opposite way, let's say we can notice as well that when we are in love, when we are infatuated with someone, we are so full of energy that we do not even think about eating, for instance, right? We might not even be able to sleep. We're on a constant high. However, if we keep taking in energy that is of a very heating nature, and especially if that energy of a very heating nature is not nourishing the system, the body will not really be able to process it the same way. And more so, it will get rid of most of it because actually most of it tends to be waste. So first of all, it's not nourishing, which means that we will just seek to get more and more energy because that low energy, high heat kind of thing that we've put into our system is not doing the job, right? And so the body will actually read this as an intruder, there is something in the body that isn't really supposed to be there. And so the body reacts with its defenses. It will try to eliminate the intruder and create inflammation. If the intruder isn't eliminated and, let's say, just fed with more and more of the same thing, the actual inflammation will also accumulate and start to spread. This is where we say that it becomes systemic. When it's systemic, it has started to affect other parts of the body and more defenses are being mobilized to protect the organism. Now, naturally, if many of our resources are occupied with fighting the fire, let's say, they are not present to do their habitual work. So, this is when we start to see symptoms of lack in different areas that are completely unrelated to the inflamed part. And that is when we begin to notice um, deficiencies 
let's say, of vitamins or minerals or other things. Yeah? The body, the organism, will begin to crave more and more energy to function properly, which will result in a feeling that the organism is tired. Lack of energy, depletion. And what tends to happen when we feel that way? Well, we will seek fast ways of getting energy. And so we might even stop doing what we're doing and become really stagnated. There is not enough energy to actually motivate us to move. So this is the brain's way of, you know, being, well, I want to say, economical. <laughs> and so how do we see this translated into the modern life that we're living? Well, of course, through the caffeinated drinks, sugar and sugar everywhere, and just preferring to stay on the couch with the phone or the laptop instead of actually moving the body. And this we see, of course, in so many areas. And this is also where we see, you know, obesity, um, type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance, and on and on. But that is a very obvious way of observing this chronic inflammation. And there is a more hidden one that I have experienced myself personally and also that I've witnessed with people that I treat because accumulated heat, that might not be the overeating of things, but has a much more subtle way, will trick us into thinking that nothing is wrong because we are seemingly having a healthy lifestyle, for instance, and yet we're experiencing issues and symptoms of chronic inflammation. Because let's face it, we live in a world of overachievers. So I would actually say that the typical couch potato is not the person who, you know, just don't know what's wrong. What I see instead are anxious people who don't trust their bodies and who are completely depleted and they're depleting themselves by always trying to strive for more, to do more, to be a little bit more. They are running on empty. to take the opportunity to mention my online program for you. It's a program dedicated to healing all kinds of typical illnesses that we find in modern days, from chronic fatigue, anxiety, digestive issues, weight gain, weight loss, insomnia, and everything in between. Now, I've put this together in a way that we assure success through three individual 
consultations with me, eight group sessions with a whole group, and educational material for you to digest whenever you can and want to. We work on healing whatever you want to heal, take care of whatever needs seem to be unmet in your organism, or even without trying to heal something specific, finding the perfect routine that works for you. If you are seeking to find more balance in your life, if you keep yo-yoing in how you're feeling physically, mentally, or emotionally, and never being able to really see how that stabilizes, then this program is for you. Get in touch with me, either through my website, yogisha.com, or send me directly an email, charlotte at yogisha.com, and we'll jump on a call to talk about it more. Thank you for listening back to the episode. And some of them might even consider that they have a really healthy diet and lifestyle. But if we come back to the idea of the energy intake and the waste management, then if they're experiencing some kind of symptoms, signs of chronic inflammation, they're not treating that waste and instead they're letting the smell from the trash spread. If they are constantly heating up their bodies by over-exercising, if they are drinking lots of caffeinated drinks to keep going, and then if they are constantly on their screens during work, of course, then they're overheating without eliminating the waste and it accumulates. Taking under consideration that Doing more always is also a strategy for not dealing with what is. Because when we're in that mode, and many of us are all the time, it is an excellent escapism to what our emotions are actually trying to tell us. And if those emotions are linked to resentment and fear and anger and sadness and grief and things that haven't been treated, then that's the heated emotions as well. So it's this like accumulation of heated energy that isn't nourishing, that is constantly depleting. We are really bad at surrender. Surrender can only happen when acceptance has been integrated and acceptance is something that we have been taught is just not good enough. Yeah? Most of the time, people associate acceptance with resignation. We believe that if we accept what is, that what might not be what we want. And so it means that we are settling for something less. So we never really accept. And there is that constant wanting to improve ourselves. It's a vicious cycle that we live in. Be the best version of yourself is actually, hmm, no pun intended, but toxic heat. Yet in the self-help world and the spiritual community, it seems to be the mantra of the decade. What if there is only one version of yourself where you can't be a better version of yourself? So let's play with the idea 
that a way to reverse the overheating, the chronic inflammation, the chronic disease that it develops into, would be to start accepting what truly is. Look at nature that is fully accepting what is. It's never inflamed, unless, of course, humans have been there to aggravate the heat. What if we would start by taking the example of nature in order to learn how to accept what is? How would we do that? Well, of course, by synchronizing with the elements. What does that mean? By surrendering into the law of nature. And this is, of course, what Ayurveda has been trying to tell us for thousands of years. And naturally, it was working pretty well. The issues that we're experiencing with chronic inflammations are very recent. So recent that they're really just linked to three things that have diverted away from the law of nature, which is the lifestyle choices that we are making these days, the diet that we are living by these days, and the constant increase of stress factors in our external environment that has made their way into our internal environment that we cannot fight off anymore so that we don't know how to deal with them anymore. We need to begin with noticing what type of information are we taking in? How are we absorbing energy? And what quality does that energy have? The first step, before even starting to look at, you know, exercise and food, is what energy are you taking in? When are you taking energy in? And how are you dealing with it? Are you eliminating that energy? And I'm not only talking then through the gross, through feces, through the food we're eating and going to the bathroom in the morning. I'm also talking about the heat in your mind, in your heart. How are you protecting yourself from that? And how are you eliminating that as well when you wake up in the morning? A lot of people that I see that are being really cautious about the food that they're eating or the habits that they have, they're not paying attention, paying attention even to this part. How would you imagine calming down the mental and emotional chatter, accumulated heat, the obsessive thinking, Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast and this episode. I am very grateful. If you enjoyed this and you think that other people could enjoy this, please help me to spread the word. Share this episode on any channel that you have of social media or messaging. And even more so, I would really appreciate if you know one other person who might benefit from my words today specifically. Take that one minute it takes to simply share this episode with one person. Remember that there's a human being 
on the other side of your phone, of your earpods, of this microphone. And I would love to hear your thoughts on what I've been talking about. So please leave a comment. Send me a message directly if you wish. This is Charlotte. This is me. See you next time. Namaste.